Are you looking to hear the insider stories in government business? That intel that will help you win and help you keep winning. Then you're in the right place. We've got the insider stories, aka the tea. This is Afternoon Tea, and I'm your host, Teresa Holder. Today, Teresa continues her conversation with Malcolm Hardin, the Vice President, General Manager, and Federal Partnerships Leader at Microsoft. Just leading into sort of a little bit of a shift from your actual work experiences to the various industry associations that you've had and and that impact it's had on your career and the number of accolades that you've won over the years. Um, Can you share with us um, the impact that being involved in those Mm -hmm. industry organizations has had with you? Well, I mean, it it is, it's not an exaggeration to say uh, that industry associations changed the trajectory of my career. Uh, when I, I grew up through federal IT as a technologist, uh, as a hand on keyboard, uh, application software developer, uh, and as a techie. And, um, what was it? Must have been 2005, 2006. Uh, my then employer, uh, CGI had a conversation with me. And, and, um, at that time, that particular corner of the organization I was in, uh, the way you grew your career was through management and you would take on more management responsibilities. And that was the path upward. Uh, and somebody had the honest conversation with me to say, hey, if you want to craft a bigger path upward, uh, you need to be out there more. You can't just be a, a software developer uh, or a team leader of several software developers. You've, you've got to be out there uh, demonstrating that you understand the business. Uh, and I interpreted that successfully as not just doing that with an internal focus, but also doing that with an external focus. And I became involved with act uh and in a, in a million different ways uh, over the past, my goodness, 15 years or so. Uh, and working with act and and taking some of its training courses and interacting with its uh, excellent leaders and managers and individual contributors uh, helped me over time build my own um, uh, my own track record of of volunteering in the federal IT ecosystem in a, in a way that that was meaningful to people, makes an impact. Uh, got a lot of practice at mentoring and management uh, through volunteerism with ACT-IAC, and demonstrated, I think, to uh, to, to folks um, in the federal IT ecosystem, both at its senior and junior levels, um, that I was serious about this industry, not just as a way to make a buck, but as a as a life choice, right? As a, as a, an, an area uh, of the world uh, in which I would like to make an impact. And so, uh, over time, <laughs> um, folks, I think you know, peers uh, rewarded that with encouraging me to try to be more and more senior uh, inside of ACT-IAC. And so, um, I've been blessed to to have been elected to several roles inside of ACT-IAC, uh, where uh, my peers have have uh, uh, encouraged me to represent them um, as as part of the leadership of of ACT-IAC. And so, uh, it's very very humbling. Uh, you, you have a lot of interactions with people who are quite senior, both in government and industry, and, and they, they trust your opinion. And so 
Uh, it, it builds confidence in that way, uh, both to be recognized for uh, work you've done and to be rec- recognized in an ongoing way uh, for your thoughtfulness in contributing to, to federal IT. Uh, so quite frankly, in a lot of ways, I'm humbled by it. Uh, I am always um, just sort of really blown away by some of the rooms that I'm privileged to, to sit in and, and contribute to the conversation there. So um, for, for folks who are listening and are thinking about uh, stepping outside of their company and volunteering as part of industry associations, just just do it. Just take the leap. Go to that first meeting. Listen to the people in the room. Uh, see how folks are contributing. Uh, as the cliche goes, getting where you fit in. Figure out where your wheelhouse is, what makes you comfortable, and build on it and stick with it over time. It'll it'll take years, but it is an investment in yourself, uh, as well as having some uh, halo benefits for your company and and other things like that, or, or your agency if you're if you're a federal employee. But I, I highly encourage it. It's done wonders for me. I will say the same for my career. For that, that is sage advice. Get involved. Go to that first meeting. Lean in. Listen. Get in where you fit in. That's phenomenal advice. And if you're listening and Malcolm uh, has impacted your career, make sure that you send a note to him. Send a note to us. <laughs> post it on social media. Uh, because Malcolm, listening to you, I was thinking about the number of lives that you've impacted in the same way that that one piece of advice of, hey, mm-hmm. you've got to get out there. It's, you know, you you can't just be inside, but you got to get yourself mm-hmm. out there. And I would imagine that it's hundreds of people, Malcolm, that you've impacted that way. I, I think there are so many brilliant people um, in in this town and federal IT broadly, no matter, you know, where where your your zip code you live in. Who, who are so brilliant and have these unbelievable ideas and they sit quiet in these rooms listening to somebody else tell you how we've always done it. And I think the, um, I, I was an introvert for a long, long time, um, doing my own personal risk reward assessment about, you know, opening my mouth in a room and having the how we've always done it. People, you know, yell at me and shut me down. And at some point you have to say to yourself, you know, I, I could do the same job for the next 25 years till I retire, or I can take a little risk. I can let people know what I think. And, and maybe there is a path for me uh, towards a, a perfect role, uh, something very fulfilling. And what do you know? Uh, you know, my, my earnings are a little bit uh, bigger and it's easier for me to roll out of bed in the morning. And so it's a win-win. So. Thanks. Yeah, I, I I really think that 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 people ought to look more at these avenues, the acts of the world, and then other organizations like it, um, where you can do good and feel good about doing good, and make change. Good change. Mm-hmm. Great advice, Malcolm. So over the last couple of years, we've all been going through this shift from the pandemic, pushing everybody inside their houses to coming back outside um, from going from one Microsoft Teams meeting to the next Teams meeting to the mm-hmm. next, the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and so of those shifts, you're um, on the technology forefront of that. So some of those shifts that you've seen, what do you think is going to change? What do you want to see change? What do you want to see say the same? All that good stuff. Any advice, any thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, I really think uh technical careers are now going to be going to pretty much be hybrid careers 
uh, going to the office and, and working from your home uh, indefinitely, right? Until uh, some next uh, some next great shift uh, in the technology. Um, I people have heard me joke that whoever invents the teleporter basically wins all of technology. So if you you know if you got it, some drawings in your house for a teleporter, go ahead and knock that out and you can win. But you know, barring that, we're all going to have hybrid careers uh, for the foreseeable future, and and I think we all need to learn to do that successfully. Uh, working right now for for uh, Microsoft again, no no secret there. We uh, push really really hard in Microsoft to figure out how to best integrate uh, a number of people who are sitter, sitting at the office in the conference room. And, you know, a number of people who are either locally at their home because they they may be thinking about health related things uh, or who live in a different city. And it is it, it takes a while to perfect that. And then you realize, OK, well, it, it changes based on uh, the character of the meeting. Is it a meeting where all the people in the room are super senior and so the, the people who are remote or junior, so they're not going to say anything because of that dynamic or, you know, is it different because uh, the boss is the only one remote and everybody else is in the room. So they're all just going to listen to the boss speak. You know, it, it really takes um, uh, a little bit of deliberation to figure out how to optimize for a hybrid meeting. Uh, and if you've not done it, you, you find yourself with a whole bunch of meetings that that are unsuccessful. So, you know, I think hybrid is here to stay uh, and people really need to think about how to make it work. Um, you know, we've got ideas as as Microsoft. Let me slip off my Microsoft hat for a second. We've got ideas as Microsoft as an individual. Um, I came up, I spent, people who know me know I spent over 20 years at a very conservative company. And they were butt in seat people in the room, uh, kind of people. And so I learned in a very old school way. Um, but you know, immediately upon leaving those guys, I went to a very small consultancy that was doing nothing but Salesforce consulting started by some, uh, retired Accenture partners and they did everything remote. They did some stuff, forgive this, but they did some stuff from the yacht. Right. Like you would they would be on teams on the yacht and you just had rough to figure life, out. How to, life. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. You, you they they hired me, had never met me. Right. They they did all the interviews remote and you you had to ingrain yourselves into team into the team remotely. I had to figure out how to lead each and every individual on my team remotely. So the expectations were different and I had to learn. And I think if you don't force yourself to learn to optimize a hybrid meeting, you, the world, I shouldn't say the world will we'll leave you behind. What, what I can say is, whereas you were thought of as an amazing, wonderful leader in a purely face-to-face world, if you can't optimize for hybrid, you will not be regarded as quite as successful a leader. So we've all got to figure it out. We've all got to figure it out. Yeah, it's, I, I will say I like a little bit more in person, but not being on a plane 24 seven is pretty awesome too. (laughs) (laughs) So so thank you for, thank you for making that possible with those technology leaders. (laughs) (laughs) We've got some super smart people on the technology side and some, some real, uh, amazing thinkers, uh, on, on the hybrid side. And, and oh, by the way, 
some of my favorite leaders and some of my favorite like in room amazing people are still amazing, uh, uh, you know, over over the air and hybrid. So I've been uh, really impressed with a bunch of my colleagues who who can really rock a meeting um, in a hybrid way. So I'm still learning. I'm going to learn every day. I encourage you guys to learn, too. Awesome. So last parting shot, Malcolm. Tell us something that people in industry would be surprised to know about the you, the real Malcolm. You know, it, it, it's it's interesting. I, uh, a bunch of folks who know me know that I spent a whole lot of, of years of my life playing contact sports. Um, I, I just turned 50, and so I'm a little bit beat up uh, from the years of contact sports. And, I, you know, multiple... Um, you know, multiple surgeries later, and Teresa knows this about me. I, you know, I, I hobble <laughs> around like an old guy um, after a, a whole bunch of contact sports. I'm trying to learn golf. Right? I'm, I'm really trying to learn golf. And I was out yesterday uh, with a, a really, really good friend of mine, a neighbor, and, and some folks he introduced me to. Golf used to be crazy intimidating to me because it, it, you kind of think like everybody's good and I'm, I'm super old now and I'll be playing with all these people who are shooting like minus two and minus four. Yeah. A lot of you listening probably already know this. Almost nobody shooting minus two, minus four, <laughs> right? Like don't let it imitate you. Uh, excuse me. Don't let it, uh, uh, intimidate you because there's a lot of people out there having a good time who are not all that good. Like, so I'm going to say go play golf, right? I'll, I'll leave you with that as sort of a weird, a weird last thing. It takes a lot of time, but, you know, go play nine. Go play nine. There's my advice. Go play nine. Malcolm, you're not hobbling, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm At trying. All. And who doesn't love to be outside, have a drink, and hang out with your friends? That is yes. what golf is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're 100% right. I actually had a great time yesterday. Um, you know, shot, uh, shot well for me. Um, you know, had uh, a handful of pars, which is really, you know, doing, doing fine for me. Um, and had a good time. So successful, right? Got, got You're not exercise. going to PGA tomorrow. I mean, that's not the plan is to have fun, right? <laughs> exactly. You got it. <laughs> have fun in career and outside of career. Well, Malcolm, thank you so much for spending time with us this afternoon. Uh, again, Malcolm Harden with Microsoft. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Teresa. Thank you for joining us for Afternoon Tea, a Federal Health IT production. If you have questions, input, or suggestions for upcoming shows, email us at afternoontea at g2exchange.com. I'm your host, Teresa Holder. Teresa Holder.